NHL All-Star Weekend in Toronto is void of any VGK player after Jack Eichel goes down with the injury. Who would have been our choice to rep the Golden Knights? We'll talk about that next right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas on this WTF Friday edition of Lockdown Golden Knights. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We appreciate you doing so. And you can find us wherever you get your podcast. And please subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is Lockdown Golden Knights. We are brought to you today by FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash Lockdown. New customers that join today. You will get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. So, Chris, I'm not, I think you have the same opinion as me. I'm not real interested. I almost fell asleep during the intro. Of course, I'm the same opinion of you. Okay. (laughs) I'm really not interested in this weekend's All-Star game. I'm not a big fan of those games anyway. And furthermore, we get a break over the weekend we get a break by not having to report on a VGK player or players of a coach who's involved with the All-Star game, hungover, or what have you. And we found out that after Jack Eichel went down, right, like we found out that the NHL would not replace Jack Eichel with a VGK player, which is kind of bizarre, I thought. Um, Who other than Jack Eichel deserved an All-Star nod? Uh, we'd have to start with Mark Stone. I would imagine, feel as though he got snubbed, the Stone snub. Uh, and and for you know Mark Stone, he's played in every game this season. We can't say enough, cannot praise him enough for what he's done. He already has 49 points, right? And I think what was his career best? 64 points in the 14 and 15 campaign. He's on a record pace right now. He's on a heater when he was in Ottawa. Yeah, no, I didn't know that was uh, what his record pace was. I didn't know it was that. That's that's great. I that's didn't realize it either until I st- I finally read something for once. Yeah, I well, I'll, I'll take a deeper dive when uh, I'm done yapping here in a second. But no, Mark Stone is definitely my first choice if the if it came to that. And I don't know. I'll save some some of this for WTF at the end here. But definitely, Mark Stone would be the first choice and it's it's yes it's the stats yes it's he's played every game but really he's taken this is probably my fourth time saying it in about a two and a half week span on this show but stone has really elevated his game going back to that monday game against the nashville preds um it wasn't just the hat trick that night that definitely helped of course but you see how he's battling for pucks you see his game you see him getting faster out there you see him making better one-on-one moves. He's checking all the defensive boxes, just doing what he does in the neutral zone with the takeaways and everything. So Mark Stone has really elevated his game. And, I mean, there's a lot of great captains in, in the National Hockey League. And I'd put Mark Stone, obviously, this is a homer perspective, but Mark Stone up near the top of the job that captains do for their team and leading them, and especially through 
you know, the toughest of times, which is what the Golden Knights really are having right now. But as as Captain Stone says, no excuses mentality. That's it. No excuses. And, you know, follow what he's doing out there. And uh, the team will continue to stack some wins while they're still down many key components. It's unreal that he's played in every single game. And then on top of that, on a record pace for total point production. Just incredible. Other than him, Jonathan Marcheseau probably would be deserving of an all-star bid. Uh, 40 points, very much deserving. Uh, Marcheseau was an all-star just that one time when he was on the last men in ballot in 2022. 2022, I think it was. The Vegas year. It was the Vegas year. I know that one. Yeah. Yeah. So last man in. So they legitimately deserve some sort of an honor and a bid. Yeah, no, I mean, March is so definitely, I mean, he's leading the team in goals, which obviously is why I think he got the con Smythe last season over Jack Eichel because Eichel led in points, but March is so is the one, you know, potting the goals and everything. And, you know, who do you go to on this team to score a big goal in a big circumstance, whether it's to get the team out of a funk, whether it's to get a big goal in a big game. And, you know, he certainly has picked up right where he left off and, I mean, when the dust settles, the way he's picked it up, Marcheseau should get right about four. I mean, he's on he's on a really – if you take away, like, his current pace, that definitely throws off his current overall pace for an 82-game season. But that said, if you just look at the numbers and nothing else, he's pacing for, what, 42, 43, you know, goals or something. And if he continues this pace, he'll get 50. As goofy as that sounds – if you take his two-week pace and make that an 80-game season, 82-game season, that's over 50 goals what he's doing right now. It's remarkable, and I love it. The only thing that could stop him from doing that is Eichel's return because they fight over the puck. No. Uh, Vincent Trocek, I mean, by the way. It actually wasn't that bad. I didn't know where you were going, but that wasn't too bad. That was a flesh wound <laughs> at the worst. Okay. Uh, Vincent Trocek of the Rangers actually replaced Eichel. But who makes that decision on whether or not you – replace one team member with a teammate. I'm just curious how that works out. I mean, I heard under the table that players from the Golden Knights denied to go. I don't know how solid that is. They turned um, it down, you mean? They I heard down. I heard multiple players from the Golden Knights turned it down. I don't know how solid that is, so that's why I'm going to leave it at that. Okay, that's interesting. And then about the All-Star game itself and all the festivities, uh all right, Michael Buble talking about taking mushrooms there on the podium today. Rather bizarre. Yeah, just talking hockey. And then he goes into about something about taking mushrooms and how surreal it was to be on the ice with all these NHL players. So that's where this was headed up there in Toronto. Very interesting. What are you going to watch the game? I wasn't sure if I was going to have to comment on that or not. Um, I don't know what the heck Michael Buble I, I was, was I doing. I could have said yeah there. Yeah, no, check I it mean, out. well, I didn't not watch YouTube. it, and I'm definitely glad I didn't watch it. Am I going to watch? The, the only reason that I am going to have interest in this is because Christopher, my son, does have a lot of interest in it. So mm. we're really excited to watch the skills competition together. Now, I haven't looked at the schedule for the skills competition. When I say that, you have the hardest shot, you have fastest skater, you have the goofy breakaway drills and all of that. But I want to know what fluff they're doing this year. If they're doing some nonsense garbage outside the stadium that just takes the everything away. Like unless they're shooting pucks off the CN Tower and trying to get them to land inside the Sky Dome or whatever it's called, keep everything inside the stadium as far as I'm concerned. 
Um, career best, just really fast here. You met, you talked about March so. Marcho's got 25 goals. His career high 30? is 30 goals. It's 30. 30. Yeah. So, I mean, you're looking at just so much good right now, but I don't know. I'm going to, I want to see what the fluff is for the All Star game tomorrow while you uh, talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. No, I'm going to throw us to break right now. And we'll talk about uh, next VGK's injuries. They added up as they headed into the All Star break. This is reminiscent of a couple of seasons ago. We'll talk about VGK leading in man games lost due to injury when we return right after this on Lockdown Golden Knights. Fans, it is about that time. I've been on the strip the last couple of days, and you could just feel all the energy as the Super Bowl is coming here to Las Vegas once and for all here in just a matter of a little over a week. And America's number one sportsbook, FanDuel, is welcoming the National Football League as well. And if you are like us, Super Bowl Sunday is an extravaganza. And it again, when you have fun, you're watching the games and you're placing a lot of your wagers, including a lot of those fun prop bets, which we'll talk about next week. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or even three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl and Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which player will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, if you join today, you will get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. Welcome back. Locked on Golden Knights, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you tuning in. We thank you so, so much, especially those that have subscribed to our YouTube channel, which is Locked on Golden Knights. Of course, coming up in our final segment today is WTF, what the Friday. And on Saturdays, it's the Chris and Chris show, the YouTube exclusive. And you want to check that out. I have a little uh, pub here I need to get to. So starting on Saturday morning. At 8 a.m. from 8 to 9, my show is moving. Well, no, we're going to have a simulcast. So 98.5 HD2 here in Las Vegas. The bet, it'll be on that station as I've been for the last couple of years now, I guess. But also simulcast now on 101.5 KDWN. So tune in there around the valley. Okay, should we count Robin Leonard's 50 games missed? against the Golden Knights, total number of 243 man games lost. No, I mean, I don't know. No, what. no. You know, the interesting thing, like the, the wording is, this is really interesting here. So when you look at NHL injury viz, it says excluded players retired or unwanted under contract all season. Isn't Robin Leonard the the definition of unwanted? I'm sorry to to be like every other fan dumping on Robin Leonard, but like I don't know how they classify it, but it doesn't get any more unwanted than Robin Leonard in Las Vegas. Let's be completely honest with each other for a second here. Yeah, that number's high, but definitely misleading because 50 games that Robin Leonard has missed. Of course, we knew that that would happen two seasons ago. VGK over 500 man games lost. And can this, uh, once again, 
hurt the chances if this continues on this path, hurt the chances of VGK not even falling down in the standings, but missing the playoffs. I mean, that's that was a very in-play statement. By me? Got my schedule yeah. here. I'll grab my schedule oh. here. So that statement was really, really in play going back to the Christmas road trip, Carolina, Tampa, and really into the early part of January. And then, obviously, the Golden Knights picked things up and things got better. So I wrote an article for Vegas Hockey Now talking about, like, the path to the playoffs and such and how many points, like, checkpoints – how many points at certain checkpoints the Golden Knights needed where they'd be comfortably in there. And the Golden Knights are exceeding that level right now. And there's nothing to suggest that the Golden Knights are going to slow down a whole lot because, I mean, William Carlson is coming back. It's going to help the team despite what what Tony says. Um, Shea Theodore, Jack Eichel, we'll see when that's going to happen. Ben Hutton, we'll see when that's going to happen. But everything is pointing to the fact that players will be trickling in between – Tuesday against Edmonton, got a game in a few days, Tuesday against Edmonton, and then for the rest of the season. So to answer your question, could more injuries knock him out of the playoff hunt? You you bet, of course. I mean, if Mark Stone were to go down, if Stone were to go down right now, this team is screwed. Let's just say it. I can't say it any other way than that. If Stone goes down right now, the Golden Knights will be in a terrible spot. Uh, so Shea Theodore has missed 30 legitimate games. His wife had posted on social media. Oh, uh, they were in Cabo with the family there with him and okay. his wife and other couples. And the month of November, coming, I think, coming, was mentioned coming, there. Coming, something's coming. But his wife reportedly told the other couples that they had to stay till the end of the trip in Cabo. There it is. I knew that was coming. I, I knew I that was that coming. But that was okay? Was that okay? That was fine. I mean, I would have been depressed if you wouldn't have put that on there. Um, Looking at this uh, man game loss chart. So if you take away 50 from Leonard, (laughs) call it 200, make, make it easy here. Other teams that are at or above right, right around that 200 point or above Chicago, not getting in the playoffs, San Jose, not getting in the playoffs, Washington. I haven't tracked them recently, but I think right around the playoff bubble, 183 Columbus, 175. No Colorado, 171. Um, they're going to be just fine. Other teams, Anaheim, no. Montreal, no. 189, 246 man games lost. Uh, Toronto, 185. They're going to be in the playoffs, but I don't know what they have once the playoff starts because they're Toronto, and that's just how that goes. So you look at the Golden Knights compared to the other teams that are around them that have all these man games lost. That really gives – got to give a lot of credits to the Golden Knights. you got to give a lot of credits to Coach Cassidy for – keeping things together and McCrimmon for having enough depth and even Ryan Craig and going back to Manny Viveros for developing players like Brisson, uh, their work with Dennis Senko, Lucas Cormier, Sheldon Rempel, Jonas Ronbjerg. I'm sure I left a call Keaton Korzak. He's been, he's been amazing this year in his role. So a lot of good has happened despite all these man games lost. And it's, it's February 1st. I can't help to wonder if, Eichel or Theodore misses the rest of the season. And then all of a sudden, uh, got some money to burn. McCrimmon's going shopping. That would be really interesting. And, yes, we'll see if the if they hit that 500-man games lost plateau. Of those 10 teams that you mentioned, how many amongst the top in man games lost are in playoff positions about? 
Um, we'll put Washington about. Okay. We'll put Colorado definites. Okay. Um, Toronto in. VGK is okay. Four. Vancouver's at 171. You got to give them a lot of credit for Five. what they're doing right now. Okay. But the other important More number is the salary of these players. Of course, Robin Leonard is probably counting too. So maybe that doesn't matter as much for the Golden Knights. But so of the 10 or so I mentioned, three or four are playoffs. So you got to give credit. And on the other side of this, Edmonton Oilers, they're doing great right now, right? Let's mm-hmm. talk about how lucky they've been. 49 man games lost for like an average salary per game of 1.4 million. So Edmonton's on the right side of injury variance. Golden Knights are on the wrong side of injury variance. The Golden Knights and Edmonton, we'll, we'll call them tied for all intents and purposes in the standings because I think the Oilers actually have a slight lead in the standings if you factor in, I thought I had NHL.com up, but I don't. If you factor the winning percentage, if the season ended today, I think the Oilers would actually be ahead of the Golden Knights. So you know, it's important kind of going off a little bit here, getting to that first seed in the Pacific, right? You get the first seed of the Pacific, you're going against, you know, possibly Nashville, L.A., Seattle, if they crawl up. Or if you get the second and third, it's going to be Vancouver or the Edmonton Oilers in the first round. Gold Knights handled Vancouver fine, and they have good history against the Oilers, but you'd rather get that uh, get that cookie for the first round and let uh, – let two and three, you know, cannibalize each other. I say watch out if Edmonton in that first game back defeats VGK and has a ton of momentum, then I think that they surpass the VGK. I really do. Oh, they got that big of a mean game. overall, like that game could be a telltale of how yeah. I don't know. Are are we gonna put that much weight into an Edmonton Oilers potential victory mm-hmm. over the Golden Knights with a completely healthy lineup? And you take Eichel, Theodore, and you know we'll see if Carlson actually plays or not in this game. I mean, I don't know if if okay if they blow the Golden Knights out six to one, yeah, that's a wake up call. If it's a three two overtime game or four to two type game, Edmonton wins and the Golden Knights play well, I'm not gonna we're not gonna hoist them up on the pedestal. They're still the Oilers until proven otherwise. And Knobloch has played has zero playoff coaching games in the NHL, so don't get me started on that one. Coming up next, it's that time of the week once again. It is time for WTF. What the Friday? You don't want to miss it right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Welcome back. Locked On Golden Knights, this Friday edition, which we're recording on Thursday night. That's why we're a little spicy, I think, a little on edge, perhaps. I threw the Theodore wife joke in there. Uh, We appreciate everyone making us your first listen each and every day. And thanks for subscribing to our YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights. So WTF, I'll start things off here. So Chris, according to Cap Friendly, Ladybug Logan Thompson, Ladybug, not Logan Thompson, no, not Logan. E-Bug, not E-Bug. Logan or Logan. So Thompson leads the league currently. And the cost per save rankings, cost per save. So every save that he makes based on his low, 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 extremely low salary, each save worth $960. Lucas Dostel of Anaheim is second at $1,227 per save. WTF, Ladybug Thompson deserves to make more money. 
I mean, okay, so I'll back you up on Logan Thompson here. Someone's chirping me. I forgot what this. I don't know. Some some looks like a troll account because people are afraid to use their real name on Twitter because you know they say dumb things. They want people to know who they are. But someone's chirping me saying Logan needs to go. This team can't win. Whenever Logan Thompson plays, the Golden Knights lose. Well, Logan is 16-10-4 this season. Goals against are a little high at 2-7. Save percentage a little above 900. Couple bad games. Fine, whatever. But when Logan was in his true role, chopping up 60, 40, 60 and 40% of the starts, Logan was really good. I believe. I believe both goalies were top 10 at one point in save percentage or looking at the rankings that Money Puck throws out there for goalies. So people just forget so fast. And this clown is chirping that, oh, Patera could be the backup or the goal that should go and trade for Jonathan Quick. Like, it doesn't work like that. This is not a video game. You don't just go and trade for another team's best goaltender, Tony. Jonathan Quick is the best goaltender on the Rangers right now. How do you feel about that? So it just doesn't work like that. And, I mean, Yuri Patera, hasn't, he's barely had a cup. He, he's not even had a cup of coffee yet in the NHL. He's played, what, five, six, seven starts or something like that? I'm not knocking Yuri Patera. He's doing No, fine. he's, he's cup-worthy. You, you can't knock him. He's cup-worthy. He's, yes, he's on the cup. There you go, Tony. He's on the cup. So is Brayden Pahal. But oh my you know, goodness. you really want to get me going, don't you? Kelly, Kerry Bubolt's not on the cup. That'll get he's not on the down. cup. No. Um, but going back to my WTF here, like Logan, when I said he can step on a ladybug in this town and get dragged for it, I meant it. Like people, and it, it just it's borderline infuriating and sad to me how just under a microscope logan thompson is but aiden hill gets beat three times to his glove since he came back oh that's okay no problem he won his games okay fine i mean when aiden hill let in that awful goal against the flames a while back to where the flames won in overtime oh no big deal no big deal but if god forbid logan thompson does anything that's not perfect everyone jumps on him and i'm not saying anything negative about aiden i'm just simply pointing out the fact that golden knight fans just have all this anger and i don't want to say hate that's not the right word to use but they have this hate towards logan thompson right now and you know it's it's unfortunate it, it really 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 is and i hope that changes i mean i don't know what else the dude has to do to prove that he's a good goalie so wtf everyone that continues to chirp logan thompson knock it off so Bad ladybug thompson do you feel that if he's uh, playing platooning with aiden hill they're both healthy He'll be a better goaltender. Do you feel that way? I can't say that because the stats don't support that. I argue people with people all the time about stats and stuff like that. So Aiden Hill, the entire season has been the NHL's best goalie in save percentage and goals against, I believe. So it would be silly of me to try and argue that Logan is a better goalie. Logan's a more reliable goalie. I will say it like that. Logan starts more games. Aiden has two really good starts since coming back from a long, a medium, a midterm injury. We'll call it midterm, right? 20 games, quarter of the season. But there's still 30-something games to go. Can Aiden hold up? Can Aiden hold up? Like, is Coach Cassidy really going to go uh, 20 and, and 12 starts for the two goalies? You know, I I think uh, I think uh, Coach Cassidy is going to maybe go a little too hard on Aiden. I don't know. Because, I mean, the trust isn't there in Logan. We know that. Listen to Cassidy talking to the pressers. Call it what it is. Call it what it is. 
the goaltender. He calls him too. He calls him the goaltender. He's not the other guy yet, so give him give him that. That that's when it gets bad. Okay, we've got uh, some of our listener viewer comments. Larry DeLeon at Larry underscore the street. WTF, you think San Bernardino Bruce will come back looking like DJ Pauly D after the All-Star break? GTL is the hashtag. Jim Tan Laundry, Jersey Shore. Love it. Absolutely love it. And yes, on the tanning index, I say, oh man, I'll, Bruce has got to come back with the big time tan. He has to, right? South Beach Bruce, San Bernardino Bruce. I call him Sam Burdu Bruce. Uh, from Nikki Roberts at Nikki underscore Roberts 98. Not about VGK, but about the NHL being so cryptic about when the PWHL showcases. They kept posting saying six, but I'm sure it's at best. Um, they also didn't mention it once on ESPN2 on the broadcast with the draft and everything else. The draft mic situation was ridiculous. So I'm guessing it's some steam against the NHL in its support of the PWHL, right? Why uh, why in God's name just gonna talk for a second that you can get why don't we have it? a why don't we have one of those franchises here? No. Why okay. doesn't every NHL franchise have a PH PWHL franchise attached? No, to yeah, we should have one here in Vegas. We should definitely have 32 one here. NHL teams, 32 PWHL teams. Boom. Huge. WTF. The, close it with WTF. Uh WTF. This is from TA Neiman. Um, and it says, WTF, the NHL not selecting another VGK player to go in Jack's place, what we talked about earlier. No VGK presence at the All-Star weekend. Chance does not count. LOL. Mark Chance, the Raptors there? How did he get the All-Star bid? I will say it was pretty cool. Um, Chance was wearing a Roman Reigns Acknowledge Me shirt underneath uh, his his <laughs> suits on the that's red funny. carpet. I no, that that's funny. That's funny. Cool. So, yeah. um, all right. So here we go. WTF? I was actually listening to the All Star Game Media Day on the NHL Network. Always good hearing them talking. All the coaches and the players. The, uh, Steve Coolius does a great job. Mick Kern as well. I love Mick Kern from the NHL Network. Awesome dude. You need to be back on that show again soon. Okay. I should. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit up Mick. I'll hit up Mick. I'll see if I can get back on his show. He's got the best show, in my opinion. Um, but going on, so you heard him saying, and no players turned down the all-star game this year. No one, you know, they were like saying there was no one going to get suspended and just really to, you know, tooting the horn, I guess, about the fact that everyone is happy to be at the all-star game and no one turned it down. But I don't know if that's entirely accurate from what I mentioned earlier. I did hear some golden Knights were possibly asked and no, eh, no. Nah, nah. We're not going. I don't know exactly how that works because obviously there's no suspensions and stuff. I don't know what's in place to replace a player, but I would have to think that the NHL intended on getting a VGK there if Eichel wasn't going to be there. But I'm also assuming, again, a lot of assumptions right now. So if someone wants to drag me, I'm saying I assume I don't know, but I'm assuming because it's they rigged. can't because tell it's a player rigged. they have to go. So Because it's rigged. There we go. So VGK. Angel Network, WTF, you might have been a little bit off the ball in your comments. That's all I'm saying. Okay. WTF, did you see the photo with Cherry Bear, the Bournemouth mascot? Yeah, in town for this announcement 
a partnership between AFC Bournemouth and the Downtown Las Vegas Soccer Club, which is youth What is soccer. the Downtown Las Vegas Soccer Club? Please forgive it's, me. No, no, no. It's a youth soccer club, basically. And that's okay. what it is. And then okay. they're going to so be like supporting each stuff. other. I was wondering what that meant. Okay. But it's youth soccer. Okay, good. It's a youth soccer league. I think it's independent of the Las okay. Vegas Lights. But, yeah, so in any event, um, the Cherry Bear, which I think is a pretty cool name rather than whatever chance the Raptor is. Uh, yeah, Cherry Bear. Now you're dissing chance. Cool. Yeah, of course. Crump. WTF. WTF as well. Uh, the NHL All-Star Draft. WTF. They just It was just painful to watch. It's not good television, folks. They do the draft. It just wasn't good. Who was the ESPN host? He was like trying to like was it Levy? jokes and stuff. No, I, it wasn't I, Levy. And I couldn't I couldn't really hear it very well. Um, I was not at home. So I saw it and I was like, what is going on? This yeah, just, no, I didn't very go out of my way to watch it. I caught some of the Twitter stuff and was watching and like the players are sitting there wearing skates and like skating up and stuff like in their dress pants and all that. Like, I don't know if there's a better. I mean, OK, here's what they should have done. Old school, Tony. I don't know if you ever played much hockey growing up, but what we used to do in the tennis courts growing up playing hockey, we would get 10 or 12 of us together. all drop our sticks in the middle. Someone covers their eyes and throws one stick here, throws one stick here, throws them out. And boom, there's your two teams. You start playing. Perfect. Why don't we do that? Do something fun. Yeah, they should have done something fun. Do a dunk tank. It back. Do a dunk tank. I don't know. That would have been kind of cool, too. What are the skills competitions? Do you know? Do you have any idea? Yeah, no, I pulled it up, actually, while we were kind of gabbing. I hope I still got it up here nice. All right, so it actually looks like they're keeping all the events inside. So this is an improvement. We'll start with this. So uh, the <laughs> fast and all NHL fastest skater. Good. No one's going to get a stomach ache there. Uh, Tim Horton's one-timers. Get some coffee. Scotiabank NHL passing challenge. Hardest shot. That's always fun. Uh, stick handling. This is always fun. They always put in do different bubbles in that. I say bubble, like not bubbles, but little changes and stuff. But it'll be fun watching the guy stick handle and such in tight quarters. Accuracy shooting. I'm assuming that's the quick uh, release where they're about you know 12 feet away and they got to hit the four corners and stuff like that. Then there's something new. Honda, Honda NHL one-on-one. Okay, they choose a goalie they go against. So that's going to be the goalie with the most saves. Okay, we've seen that one before. Right. And this is interesting. The goalies the top, don't really try. They don't even try no. that anyway. Well, okay. so no, this one they do try, and the goalie gets the gets the goalie at the most saves gets a hundred thousand dollars. So that one they actually do kind of oh, try, okay. but not a that. whole lot. All right. Um, and then you got at the end. I'm not sure what the deal is with this. You have the Pepsi NHL obstacle course. Top six point earners earners from events one through seven will participate. Ooh, oh. The points are doubled. They're going to double the points that round, family feud style. So we'll see exactly. I mean. God, that would suck if they like take him outside the stadium or something for that last event. But so it, it seems like everything is inside the stadium. I mean, I was talking with someone right before the show, actually, and my comment was starting with Vegas, the NHL All-Star game started to suck. And I'm not knocking Vegas. Vegas does a great job with everything. But the way the NHL had the, the Bellagio fountain, the blackjack so we, thing outside. It was last year they did it was cheesy they, and embarrassing. Last year they did one cool thing outside. They did a dunk tank. Where they had a player in the duct tank funny. and then they shot him. That was cool on the beach. Logan Thompson they did this golf thing that was just tough to watch. That was pathetic. That was that, that was, was in Florida last year. So they're so, in Toronto. They're in they're in. You, know, you can report on the All Star game. You can report on Monday on it. 
No. Okay. We appreciate I mean, everyone. If Chris, if Chris really wants to watch it, I'll watch and we'll, we'll hit, we'll enjoy it together. But, um, I don't know. We're going to watch, we're going to see matcha trucks at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway on Saturday. So, Monster trucks are there. Monster trucks are going to be at the Speedway on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Cause Sam so Boyd Stadium be no longer in existence, right? No, so that's there's why a they fire moved out there today. Speedway. I think I think uh, I think the wetlands were on fire today. I don't know if you saw that or not. I, if they're wetlands, how could they catch fire? Again, we're we'll done. be back on Monday. We appreciate everyone <laughs> tuning in, especially our everydayers. We thank you we're so done. so much. Don't forget Saturday morning. It's the Chris and Chris exclusive show on YouTube, and on Saturday morning, I will be on the simulcast now at Odyssey. 98.5 HD2, the bet. And now on 101.5 KDWN Las Vegas. From a man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco saying so long for now. We'll see you again on Monday. There's a game next week. It's back to the auction. It's the big Edmonton game. A lot of talk, a lot of chatter about that, and much, much more coming up on Monday's show. We'll see you again next time right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Take care.